The future of gaming is here, and it's definitely more than a wireless modem. Get ready to refill your hit points. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hit Points Podcast. I'm Matt Alcevedo, joined, as always, by my amazing co-host, Emily Rose Jacobson. Hello! And Naeem B. Stewart. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Guys. Um, it's been a few weeks. It's been a couple weeks. A lot has been happening. And if you, I mean, everyone's aware of it, but in case you aren't, we just wanted to let you all know that we decided to take a couple weeks off and so, or to support Black Lives Matter. We've all been uh, pr- pr- participating in our own ways to support the cause, so that's why we, we've been gone, but we are back now. Naeem, I have yeah. a question for you. Yes. What does the B stand for, Naeem B. Stewart? I don't think I know. Can I guess? I think I know. Didn't you tell me this? Sure. I, yes, I did. Isn't it Benjamin? No. Oh, no, it's no, not Benjamin. That's definitely not <laughs> No. It's uh, Bomani. Oh, that's right. Oh. That's right. You did tell me that. You did tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, not many people know, but I, I did tell a few people. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great name. I was just always curious because I was introduced as Emily Rose Jacobson and you were Naeem B. Stewart. And I was like, wait, what does the B stand for? I think I think Matt, you started saying it because of my Twitter handle. I, I, I assume, right? You know what? I did start saying it because of your Twitter handle. It kind of just got ingrained. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That's fine. I, it's like Michael Jordan or Michael B. Jordan. I mean, because well, he I think he does it because he Michael <laughs> Jordan is obviously well known, and he doesn't want to get confused on his social media. I'm assuming. Um, yeah. Oh, that's Michael Jordan. Oh no, wait, no, no, that's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just like displaying my middle name. So, it's a solid name. It rings. It like you know, saying the B is like it's it's nice. It's nice. It, I don't it, think you can do that with my name, like Matt Matthew A Acevedo. It just I don't know. That that doesn't work. But like Naeem B Stewart, it's like it rolls. You know, it flows. Yeah, it. My mom and a few other people told me over the years that it means a uh, strong warrior in African. Oh uh, dang, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's great. That's great, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are all here, and it's just, it's just. You know what? Today death. we are learning so many new things. In we addition really to so many games announced on the PS5. But yeah. before we get to that, I think we got to talk about what we've been playing. I mean, we got we got a couple of weeks of gaming that we have to talk about. It's you know, and we'll try to get through it pretty quick. But I, you know, it's been. A lot of heavy lifting, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Um, so why don't we start, uh, Naeem, why don't you tell us what you've been playing, my friend? Uh, okay. Let's see. Let me, let me think back the last couple of weeks. Well, I, I played a little bit of Last of Us um, just to get ready for Last of Us 2. Didn't beat it, but I played a little bit of it. Next week, um, man. Next week. That's crazy. Yeah, it's next, for me, is next Friday. I believe that's when it comes. Yeah. In. Also, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. I'm not going to play that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the bandwidth at all. Um, other than that, I played uh, Overwatch with friends, of course. Um, 
Ghost? Oh, uh, Ghost Recon. I beat Wildlands with Tanea, and now we started Ghost Recon. Um, the more the recent one. I forget the what it's called. Ghost Recon uh, Breakdown. I think Breakdown or Breakthrough. I think Breakdown. Some something. I forget. Nice. Man. Um, yeah. So I, I've been playing a lot of co-op games with people, and uh, it was a lot of fun playing Ghost Recon in particular because. Tonight, the Ghost Recon Wildlands was the first game I played together when I first met Tanea. Hmm. And we've been playing it over the years because we wanted to do everything. Yeah. Like, get 100% in the story and whatnot. And, you know, it's like a bonding time, you know? Oh. Yeah, you know. Uh, but uh, it's, it was a lot of fun. And then going through uh, the recent Ghost Recon is just another, take us another two years or so to beat it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our, like, you know, bonding time. That's great, man. Um. Other than that, uh, I I've been wanting to jump back into Pokemon to get ready for the new expansion. Oh my god! Next week also, I completely but I forgot time. about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be coming out next week, right? Unless they pushed it. I haven't heard um, anything. It's been kind of they've been kind of silent, haven't they? I haven't seen yeah, them yeah. promote it. Right, and um, well, they probably have been promoting stuff because of all the uh, stuff that's going on with the protest and uh, and whatnot. So I think. Now companies are now slowly easing to push, yeah, their stuff. Um, um, after the um, bl- uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protests and stuff. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's all for, for me. That's all I've been playing. That's great, man. Um, yeah. for me, I've been playing. I downloaded. I've been playing a lot of a lot of games. I beat Dragon Quest, uh, Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age, and it is such a good game. I think it's honestly one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. I love that game. Patrick Ellers was right. Marking it here. Patrick Ellers was right. And I, I think you guys would love it. I honestly think you guys would love it. Like, it, it's just such a... The characters are so strong. The music is phenomenal. The story is just, is really, really intriguing. Like, I, I love that game. So, I'm really happy I beat it. But on to better things, right? Or on to other things. Not better things, but other things. Um, I've also been playing Shantae... Um, and the Seven Sirens, which is the new Shantae game from Way Forward, which um, is like a Metroidvania-esque, like a light-hearted Metroidvania kind of platformer. Um, that's it's it's fun. It's a little easy, um, but it's it, it's a good time. It's like kind of why you play with them doing mindless stuff. I also played through Minecraft Dungeons. I beat that. Um, that game is pretty short. It's it's a dungeon crawler that has up to four players. Um, you can do it local or online, um, and it's. It doesn't do anything risky. It doesn't do anything different. It actually, I think it plays it a little bit safe, but I do think that it is really fun. Like I had a, it's like kind of like a mindless dungeon crawler where it doesn't really matter what class you pick up and stuff like that, but it had like this Minecraft charm to it. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think if you're looking for a fun arcade um, dungeon crawler, that's a good one. Um, and it's only like six hours long. It's pretty short. Um, but I wish it went more in depth on like the different types of, you know, I wish it did more with like classes and stuff like that, but it didn't um and then i, I dude i i i i then i started xenoblade i'm in the middle of xenoblade chronicles definitive edition and i never played xenoblade chronicles um one i've only played the second one got halfway through it and i thought it was a little complex the second game but this one mm-hmm. i feel like is is a beautiful starting off point the way they explain the combat system is just so user-friendly and i think anyone can jump in and actually know what they're doing in this game uh and the pacing's really good and i just it looks beautiful i, I dig the voice acting like i think this is a really really good game i'm about 20 hours into it right now and i'm just i'm loving it i'm absolutely loving it um 
So I would definitely check that out. And the last thing I've been playing that I wanted to um, kind of pitch, I just started this one. This was a recommendation from Gregzilla, um, who had been pinging me to do it. So thank you, Gregzilla, for pinging me on this. But it's a game called uh, Bug Fables that is essentially um, the successor. It feels like the spiritual successor to Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. It is like... Uh, it's about bugs, like like kind of like Hollow Knighty, like cute bug warriors, um, but it's like papery. It's like paper aesthetic, um, with the, that mm-hmm. kind of that RPG system, where it's like cartoon RPG with uh, timed uh, combat as well. And oh, cool. it it feels great. It's amazing. It's a little more difficult than Paper Mario, one and Thousand mm-hmm. Year Door. Um, I think this one, if you ever like those games, you absolutely need to pick this game up on the eShop. It is so much fun. I can't wait to dive into it more. So that's what I've been playing. It's been a lot, a lot of stuff. Dang. Yeah. And what have you been playing? Well, um, I just actually, like, less than a few hours ago, I just finished replaying The Last of Us. I somehow beat The Last of Us in my replay. I was on easy mode, too, so this is probably why. In, like, two weeks. I put, I just went through that thing real fast because easy mode, it's like, especially if you've replayed, if you've played the game before, you're like, oh yes, I know where all these, I remember this level, it has this kind of enemy, I need to prepare these kinds of weapons. Um, so yeah, just replaying that to get ready for The Last of Us Part 2. I don't think, because I, re- I just replayed that game, I don't think the girl, I don't see how the woman that Ellie runs into in that gameplay trailer we saw is uh, the leader of the Fireflies because from what we see, Joel shoots her in the head. To Who said that she was the leader? I, I think someone. I, I, someone's. I think someone was like. Oh, I think Tom thought it was Tom. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, that's she's definitely yeah, dead. Yeah, she's definitely dead. I re- I replay. I was like today. I was like, oh, she's for. That's not her. She is for sure. She got for sure killed by Joel. Uh, so. Once again, and yeah, just doing that last part as Joel's carrying Ellie out of the hospital, like, man, that always brings me to tears. And just, Mm -hmm. I'm just ready for this next game. Um, Played uh, Signs of the the Sojourner. Sojourner? Oh, cool. Signs of the Sojourner. It's on Steam for Mac and PC. This is such a cool game. I'm working on a review of it right now. So I'm going to save my in-depth review for that. Geek Girl Authority. But it's all—it's a card-based game that's all about communication, and you will never—you can't like—you can't win every conversation. And it's so creative, and it's all about like—it's got a great art style, it's got some really great music, and yeah, it's a really neat card-building and deck-building system. That's all about—you're basically working together with the other person to have a successful conversation, uh, and it's oh, a really cool sweet. game. So that yeah, that's on Steam. And then I got the Outer Worlds. I got sent the Outer Worlds for the Switch going through that right now uh gonna plan a review for that too um and yeah still playing fallout 76 uh it's it's a fun game still i i've never been this much into an online game before and And i support 76 i tried elder scrolls online I think it was one of those things where I jumped in. It was a little too much because there were so many expansion packs. I didn't know what was going on, and I, I, there was everybody around me was so such a high level. That's kind of the same thing too. In in this Fallout seventy six, there's a lot of people who were like level one hundred, level three hundred. I'm like, oh my gosh, you've been playing this for so long. I'm so sorry. Because uh, now it's really good. Because now they added NPCs. Um, but I'm having I'm having a good time decorating my house. I found you actually part of the expansion was companions. So I actually found mm. one of the companions, and basically they don't follow you around. 
they basically live at your homestead and they can do things for you and you can like be in a relationship with them and so that's really fun i've got dean and he is kind of this greaser who used to be a member of the really big a raider the raider group in uh west virginia so doing that i think wait i'm i'm curious about something yes ask me a question in terms of so you are in a relationship on fallout 76 online Mm -hmm. with an npc yeah now what if other people are in the same relationship with this npc do they run around with that same npc that you're (laughs) that you're that's a good uh, question yeah this npc exists across everybody else so basically you can't be you can't so basically you can't the npc will not accompany you into battle the npc will only be living at your house or whatever your camp your camp that's a technical name for it your camp and so um, there's, like, five different NPCs in the whole game that can come to your camp. Uh, two of them wander around. One of them is very, very difficult to find. Uh, one of them is at the, the, settler, the settler location. And then two of them you get flagged on your map. So, like, one of, one of them is a woman who's, who crash lands from outer space. She's an astronaut that was sent up into space before the bombs dropped. And she just falls back to Earth in her That's spaceship. Great. And then the other one is Dean. And so, in order to get Dean to come to my camp, I have to set up his bar. So, I set up his bar, and that tells the game, all right, bring Dean here. And then you become friends with him over time, and then eventually you can get into a relationship. But, yeah, I can definitely go to other people's camps, and they can have Dean there, but their Dean doesn't know me. It's, it's a little weird if you think about what? it. Yeah. So, like, I'll go to their camps, and I'm like, oh, there is a Dean. And Dean's like, hello there. Uh, and, yeah. So it's it's an interesting system with what they've done. They've definitely tried to bring that element from Fallout 4 and kind of like the companion Seems is from like... Fallout New Vegas into there. Speaking of Fallout New Vegas, I had no idea this was happening, and I need to do more research into it. Uh, my friend from Obsidian actually shared this on his Twitter, and so that's how I knew about it. There is a group of people that is remaking Fallout New Vegas in Fallout 4. So they're using Fallout 4 mods to remake New Vegas. They're getting voice actors to re-record lines. It wow. looks wow. amazing. And apparently, I'm, if my friend shared it from Obsidian, I guess they're kind of fans of it. I know they, they probably can't do anything legally, but yeah. uh, except for, like, support it, because they can't. They, I don't know if they can do anything with the game right now. But I really want to look into it and possibly write up something about it, because it looks just great. Uh, and, yeah, those are the games I've been playing. And That's Animal awesome. Crossing, Skyrim. And, I feel bad yeah. about Animal Crossing, dude. I feel like I, feel like I just gave up. To me, it's, it's a bon- to me, it's someone described it as a bonsai tree game where you give it a little bit of love and care each day. You don't got to binge it, but just, I'm going to check on this yeah, today. I'm going to try this today. Yeah, I get that. Em, I have a question for you about Outer Worlds. Yes. If you're allowed to talk about it. Um, I, I, I just want to know how... It's the, game's, the game's out on the Switch now, so yeah, I can talk about it. Game's out. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how, like, if, if, would, would do you think the sacrificing, like, the graphics for the portability is worth it or do you like if, if if say i had all the consoles i mean obviously i would probably recommend just playing it on a on like an xbox or yes. a playstation but i recommend uh, if this is your first time playing the outer worlds i highly recommend playing it on an xbox ps4 or pc as someone it, who has played it like is it still fun to go back and visit in the switch form or is it just not do you just not re- like recommend it or I'm still I'm curious your take. I'm still in the very beginning of it. I think the thing that I first I didn't realize that in order to compensate for the game run, to run really really to run smoothly and well 
on the Switch that the graphics unfortunately had to be sacrificed. Uh, I first thought I needed glasses or my, my eyesight was going or there was something wrong with oh, my wow. Switch because it was so unclear. And so I was that like, oh, bad. gosh. Yeah, I was like, I was looking at my screen. I was like, why is everything so fuzzy? Like, is it just me? And it's an interesting thing where it's kind of as you move, the textures are a little off, too. And as you move towards something, then it appears and then it clarifies uh, a little bit more. But Ooh. the menu design is like, that's not very intuitive either. It took me literally two minutes in a Google search to find out how to find my items menu. Because it's not, it's the snapshot button. So, of course, that's not the right. button I'm going to use. And so I was hitting, like, I was hitting my, my, my up, my down, my left, my right. My, is it Y? Do I hold down Y? Is it, nope, B is duck. X is jump. Okay. Is it, is it somewhere on my plus menu? Nope, that's the main game menu. Okay, mainly do I hold down is L? Do I hold down left trigger? Do I hold down right trigger? Did not give me clear instruction for that. So, like, uh... It's like I I need to I'm still kind of in tutorial mode for for the Outer Worlds. I played it before, so I know what I'm where I am and stuff. So I hopefully as the game picks up and I get used to the controls, I'm sure it'll be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the story's great and the world is great and it's an overall great game. It's just I think the Switch port is not what I expected. I think I expected a little bit more from the Switch port, especially compared to the Borderlands port that just came out, the XCOM port that just came out, and the Bioshock port that just came out. I know people were kind of, I know people were, Bioshock is the only one, I think, that doesn't have the, um, oh gosh, what is it? The motion? The motion aiming for the Switch. It just has straight. Gyroscoping? uh, Yeah, it doesn't have gyroscoping. But, um, but I'm totally fine with that if that's on, if that's my, I haven't picked it, I have, you got Matt went sore and he was picking up my shock and he grabbed me a coffee. So I have it. I have yet to put it in my Switch right now because I've, I've got a lot of other games to play. But yeah. I'm, I've heard nothing but good things about that port and the Borderlands 3 port. Or the hey. Borderlands port. Heck yeah. yeah the, I like hearing the, that. The, the thing about those ports, uh, mainly the Borderlands 1 and 2 port and the Bioshock port uh, especially, um, those two games, the three games technically, are running on old gen technology, so it's easier to port those over to Switch rather than you port Outer Worlds, which is on our current gen consoles. That makes sense. Porting that much processing power, you have to use way more processing power just to process that game. It, that was the same issue with Witcher on the Switch. How they had to, they had to downsize that game so much to make it work on a Switch, and then you still see how compared to the uh, current consoles and PC as well how the Switch just doesn't look the same in terms of this graphic fidelity um, on that console. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm wanting to play the Borderlands and the Bioshock ports to myself, even though I've played those games so many times. But <laughs> <laughs> I still want to play it on Switch because that, having that portability uh, function is great. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think that's like that's why I'm like, oh, I want the Outer Worlds on the Switch. Oh, I want the Witcher on. I've, I'm so bad. I've never, played, I've never seen the Witcher not on the Switch. 
and so I don't know what it looks like not on the Switch. So I, to me, I guess that's another thing too. I guess to me, the Switch totally looks fine for the, I know I'm saying like probably video game blasphemy right now. The Switch version of The Witcher 3 looks fine to me because uh, that's the one I'm used to. I mean, there's definitely some glitchy, Nime's giving me such a face right now. Uh, <laughs> there's definitely some glitchy moments in the game, like with a horse or with a model or something or during a dialogue and hair goes up or something. But I mean, for being such, for knowing how big the game is, I thought it, it looked like solid for the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Nice. Guys, that's what we've been playing. Uh, <laughs> shall we address the elephant in the room? The PlayStation the white, 5? The white, the white, blue elephant in the room? More <laughs> yeah, like a right. whale. Yeah. whale. You guys, today, Sony revealed their PlayStation 5 along with a bunch of their launch titles and upcoming games for the new console for their PlayStation 5 live stream event. We got to do a live stream hit points with Unranked um, through Tom Marks. Uh, Tom Marks. Not IGN Tom Marks. Uh, uh, Tom Caswell's um mixer so we we got to do, uh, do a live reaction so if you want to see our reaction i'll post a link on our on our um on our twitter um but huge event it was like out the gate let's just talk real quick and then we'll go down the list of what exactly was revealed um overall impressions i was blown away i was actually like not don't think i was prepared for what was shown personally i was real impressed with the presentation this is the this is like the one of the this is the first time it felt like oh we're actually in e3 season that was the thing that really resonated with me i was like the production level everything that was presented the excitement uh and just we are watching it with friends and seeing how many people were reacting online it definitely i was like oh yes e3 week we're in it this feels this feels familiar so that was nice. I, I mean, I feel like we all expected PlayStation to knock it out of the park, but especially digital conference-wise, they have learned. Talk about trying, failing, and learning. Like their digital, con- this digital conference was solid as heck, and it's their mm-hmm. own unique Absolutely. thing. I think they used to kind of do. Their, I remember the state of plays used to be very much like almost mimicking Nintendo where they had the dialogue in between between like the different games like all right and now we're going to take a look at this but it seems that PlayStation has come into their own and they know what their kind of marketing strategy is and that was clearly shown today yeah Naeem what was your overall impression of the reveal of the presentation I just love the the diversity of the different types of games that we're getting Um, especially soon at that well some of the games are getting soon, that's been confirmed, at least on holiday, in early 2021. But regardless, the yep. diversity of games, the indie titles that they showed, was, it just blew me away. Um, and, of course, Miles Morales. I yeah. had a feeling that they were going to do Spider-Man. I, I remember telling you guys that like, Spider-Man is probably going to get a, possibly a launch title for the PS5. Um, but I didn't know it would be Miles Morales. Even though, spoilers... At the end of Spider-Man, you see Miles Morales and you interact with him. But regardless, it's really awesome to get a, a Spider-Man game at launch. And that's going to propel the PS5 to get stupid amount of numbers <laughs> in terms of selling. Um, on top of that, I don't know yeah. what other games have been confirmed yet for a holiday. Uh, 
We have there's a there's a couple games. Death Death Loop Loop. is another one which is really mm-hmm. interesting to me. Um, that's the one where they, you go uh, teleport. Was it teleporting or? So I'll oh man like. <laughs> It's multiplayer. Is it's it co-op or is it just against multiplayer? It's it's hunter v hunted. So you can either choose to have another player play as uh, oh gosh, her name is right here on my computer. Um, you can have another player play as mm-hmm. Juliana, who is hunting you as Colt, or you can turn it on to have the AI hunt right. you as Juliana. So you can either make it an interactive game or not, but it's a multiplayer crazy game that you can only find out the narrative by playing it and dying multiple times. Was that game confirmed for fall? I winter, I thought it didn't have a It didn't a have date a date, yet. but Arcane Studios later tweeted out today. It said holiday oh, 2020. No way. And I told I them. I totally missed that. I told well, That's they, it, awesome. Yeah, it, I told them. I was like, hey, this became my most anticipated game. <laughs> is Ratchet, is Ratchet Dude, also confirmed rad. 2020 holiday? No, um, no, okay. no date for that. Okay. No date for that. Um, but yeah, yeah. regardless, I, I'm just happy that we're getting this much uh, diversity within games and just new titles at, at that. Um, new IPs. Uh, yeah. The Square Enix game that they showcased, I, I don't know much about, but I'm excited about that. Also, the remake of uh, Demon Souls, which is like the one that started all with with the Dark Souls trend and Bloodborne trend. Um, I never oh, got to play oh, Demon Souls, so oh, I, man. I thought it Demon Souls, great. if if it's gonna be like like how it was the original was, uh, and you like really hard games and dungeon crawlers, you would love it. Yeah. Well, let's just go through the list then. Let's just talk about what exactly everything that PlayStation showed us. Um, you know, they they opened up with showing the Grand Theft Auto Five is gonna be coming to the PS Five. Um, I think it's gonna be that's that's really great. Um, what was it the I, I forgot the detail. It says if you if you, oh, every if you pre-order a PS uh, PS Five, it, it comes with it. Comes it, with right? GTA Five. Is that what that said? It's just something like I that. I thought the online that service was just like it'll be free. Oh, that's what. It, oh, the, 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I yeah. think that's what it was. Um, which is fine. I mean, GTA Five online on its own is like another totally different game, and it's just as fun, if not more. Fun. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So they came out with that, and then we got this this amazing Spider-Man reveal. I just thought the way that was executed, man, yeah. was flawless, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I I gotta post that reaction that Tom shared because, as Emily said, we're all kind of like a little different yeah. points in the video, uh, yeah. in our live stream, and you see all of her faces, <laughs> like react, like yeah. like a wave. You know, it's like. It's so funny. Well, I think, yeah, for me, I was like, okay, these hands. All right, there's hands. There's, like, electricity. There's power. It's stripping something. Oh, wait. Is that a mask in the corner? As soon as you see the mask in the corner of the screen and you see the webbing, the black webbing, the black and red webbing, webbing of the mask, I was like, yeah, Miles Morales, he's here. And, man, he got, like, a glow up. He looked oh, so yeah. good. It takes place. So how old was Miles Morales in the first Spider-Man game? He was in high school. He was in high school. But I don't know his age. So- you think it maybe takes maybe a couple of months or probably a year after because he looks like he's established or he's just in the beginning beginning workings of being spider-man like he has a costume already now i'm referencing based off the movie uh spider-verse mm-hmm. how he goes through the transition of uh, yeah has his own costume then he gets a suit made but uh, i don't know how it is in the comics i don't i'm not too familiar with miles morales in the comics 
Oh, dude, I got the yeah, collection. I really you, do. Want, I, you want to borrow it? Because it's I, I, one of my I favorite really reads. Yeah. But um, dude, I, I you live nearby. I'll dude, yes, I'll run please. this over to you. But it's it's a must read, and you'll okay. get through it easily. It's well, like it's like five volumes. I think it's interesting too because I think the Marvel Insomniac Spider-Man universe is a little different in its in its origins and in its it stories is. because I was I was I was actually thinking about Spider weird. I was actually speaking about Spider-Man last night too because I was thinking about how I really want in the next Marvel Spider-Man film for them to introduce Black Cat because I've always wanted to have Black Cat mm-hmm. in a film. And I was like, well, how would you do Black Cat? Oh, it'd be really fun if... So I looked at her different origin stories because I couldn't remember her origin stories. Her origin story is so much different from an Insomniac's game than it is in her comic. Yeah. Her comic's like, she gets raped and then she wants to kill the guy and then she becomes Black Cat and then she can't kill the guy because he dies in a dies in a drunk driving accident and then she's like, well, I guess I'll do crime now. Where in like, the video game, it's like she just takes on... Her dad is a crime lord which is kind of like her comic origin, and so she just becomes that. She just takes on that mantle, and she becomes this kind of high-tech crime uh, mistress. And so I know they kind of play with a little things. They, it's like a little different things here and there in the Marvel Insomniac games. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm really curious to see, is Peter going to be mentoring Miles? Does Peter die? Like, Did anyone finish the DLC? No. The um, the third, there was three DLCs released. I only played through the first one. I didn't get through the other two. I did which not. I, I have them. To go back and I know Tanae finish is, the other she, two. She's finished. Me them. too. I just haven't gotten my. I haven't played it myself. So. I know that was very, you know, Spidey Black Cat heavy. Um, I wonder if there was Miles interactions in the la- in, in that. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I need to finish it. Um, because maybe it ties into something. But, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Because I mean, like. Who knows? But I'm just. Well, so I was just gonna say, I, like right at the end of Spider-Man, uh, he kind of, sort of becomes his mentor in a way. So I'm assume I'm just gonna assume that he's gonna be mentoring him because there's no way that Miles Morales is gonna be able to, you know, web swing <laughs> fluidly and all 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 that stuff uh, without Spidey's help, Peter Parker. So we'll see. That's true. That's true. And you know, I'm I'm also. It's gonna be interesting to see because. This is a major Spider-Man PS4 spoiler. So I'm going to say these words. Count to ten starting now. One. Okay, I'm going to say it. Aunt May is dead. Aunt yeah, May dies, true. dude. I didn't finish so, the game. Oh! Oh! Wait. It's okay. I could have said I'm so bad. Oh. oh. I thought you did. I've, I've, I went, I got through about half of it. I'm so bad. I was 100% completing it, so I was trying to do all the side missions, and I kind of forgot about the story. And then other games came <laughs> out that year. Like, I think I started getting in Red Dead, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. I need to finish oh, man. Spider-Man. Adam didn't even get past, I think, like, I'm the first surprised. two levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, yeah. He doesn't have, he doesn't have time for he's games, not, so it, I yeah, get he's it. Not, he's too yeah. busy. But, well, that's he's sad. He's a busy boy. But I get it. Yeah, but I mean, so I'm I'm curious to see because we're definitely gonna see Peter Parker in this. We're gonna see it's it's uh, this universe. Even in the comics, it's, it has been established that the PS the Sony Spider-Man video game universe is a universe within a comic. So it's its own mm. thing. And, Once again, and, and, and it's an old Peter Parker. Is he going to maybe he wants to retire the mask? Maybe he wants to settle down with MJ. Peter's done that in a bunch of comics. They've had kids. They've not had kids. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, so, yeah, I could see him yeah. settling down with MJ or wanting to, especially after, you know, spoilers, uh, 
Aunt May dies, so he wants to like have every moment with uh, Mary Jane as possible. Because you know, life's too short. You know. When you're Spider-Man. Yeah. Life's too short when you're Spider-Man. So. Yeah. But I'm really excited, guys. I think even the music, like from the little gl- glimpse of music that we got, it was Kid Cudi. Yeah, I'm like, this is this is so good. And I I'm glad. It. I'm so happy. I think a lot of people. I'm gonna say this one more note. I think a lot of people were were like, oh, it's gonna be like a deal. Miles Morales is gonna be a DLC, or Miles Morales is like. And it was like, no, he can't be a DLC. He's got to be his own standalone game. Uh, I think maybe this is the transition into Spider-Man Two, and so we'll see. Maybe like this is. It's like I can't. We don't know how big... I think the question is we don't know how big this game is. Hopefully this big game is as big as the original Spider-Man because, I mean, I'm really stoked. I'm curious to see to know why they didn't use two uh, and it's just Spider-Man and Miles Morales. I do like that... Or it wasn't Spider-Man 2 colon Miles Morales. I think that's my big question is how big is this game, but I'm stoked for what, it regardless. What? Yeah, and like you said, like his story is so big. Like, you guys don't even know. Like... Like his dad's got some got some juicy juicy backstory, uh, you know. Like it's what happens with his mom and stuff. It, it's, ugh, I love Miles so much. He's my favorite. I can't wait for you to read it. What, what part of uh, uh, New York City is Miles from? Because I know obviously Peter Parker's from Queens. Where's Miles from? Is is it, okay? Brooklyn. So I'm I'm assuming that in the game, yeah. the first one, we didn't go. We only we were only in Manhattan. Um, I don't know if we were in Queens, and I'm going to assume that they're going to be a lot more, probably both Manhattan and Brooklyn, maybe some Queens, uh, considering how they did also show off when they were damaged, when they, I think it was the tech demo for the PS5, like a couple of months ago when they were showing us uh, processing power or whatever with uh, the, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. with the, what was it called? The rendering, uh, I'm getting jobbed up. Sorry. Yes, yeah. Ray tracing. All that stuff in terms of loading uh, large maps and whatnot. And they specifically showed Spider-Man. And that should have been a hit right there that they're going to do Spider-Man too. But anyway, um, I'm interested to see how quick those load times will be for this new game. And I'm pretty sure they've already been you know, maximizing it out and making it as seamless as possible, or almost as seamless as possible. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have to see Brooklyn, dude, because, you know, like, for those who don't know our new, the New York geography, Brooklyn's across yeah. the bridge, across the bay, on a, right? It's across the yeah. bridge, yes. And he goes to Brooklyn Vision yeah. School. So, like, that, but that neighborhood doesn't really have tall buildings right. and stuff. Well, yeah, it's not like it's Manhattan. It's his, it's his own borough, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, regardless. Well, I'm excited for him. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be good. Now, next up, we have Gran Turismo Seven, which is the new Gran Turismo game. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into it's a, cars. It's a great but franchise. It looks great. If you like the the sim, uh, the sim market of uh, car racing, similar to Forza and whatnot. It's it's a good game. Um, it's very technical, <laughs> with the. Uh, fine-tuning the right cards for you or whatever cards you want to get in terms of collecting cards also it's it's a fine game and i yeah. hope it comes back into uh i'm more into I mean, like I, I just hope it comes back into the same par as forza um because it kind of fell off when forza uh, hmm. came into play but uh yeah i i want another like need for speed or or a or rush 
a Rush game. Rush was a lot of fun. <laughs> Especially Rush, Rush 2049 on N64. Oh my goodness. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said uh, this on the oh, I said this on the stream. Like racing games are getting so good now. Like this one looks great. The most recent Gran Turismo on the Xbox One. My dad, my brother, let my dad play it on Christmas last year because my dad loves. We got we like my whole family when I was growing up. We play racing games on the GameCube. I think it was like NASCAR some 2008 or something, 2004 on the GameCube is like what we would always play together. That were Mario Kart. So my dad loves racing games. And so and we always had like we had a steering wheel, like we had a steering wheel controller for our pc and so uh that's my awesome bro- my brother showed my dad i think the most recent grand trees note and it made my dad get sick and have vertigo and had to go lay down on christmas day because he got so sick because the graph it's like it's such a re- he was doing the first person seat driving and it was so realistic and you just see the your your brain gets tricked into thinking that wow i'm really in a car but my body's staying still <laughs> yeah that's crazy man I got to say what else is crazy. This next one that I just wasn't ready for it, to be honest. This one, this one I'm so excited about, which is the new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart game from, from Insomniac. I, dude, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I think I, I literally said, shut the F up on the, on the live stream. Cause I was so excited. I think we were joking beforehand. It was like, what game do you want to see on there? And everyone's like, ah, Ratchet and Clank would be cool, but it's probably not going to happen. And yeah. then, like, lo and behold, oh, my gosh, Insomniac saying, surprise. <laughs> yeah. And there's already fan art of the female, like, already? Ratchet. It's about time. Oh, already. I've, I've seen I've already seen fan art. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That game, I think, it, dude, it looks so pretty. Like you were mentioning on the live stream, M. Like the even uh, the details, like the reflections in the ground, that's the the, the nanites at work there. It looks so good, like and it it, it kind of blew my mind. I just, I'm real excited for that game. Yeah. Real real excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. Oh, then sorry. We, <laughs> I, I, no, no, no yeah, I was, I'm looking forward to it as well, especially because I haven't really played a Ratchet and Clank game. I've watched uh, like people like Tanea play it in the background, but I've never sat down and actually played a Ratchet and Clank game. And I have the one that came out on the PS4 that was also supposedly good, and I just haven't played it yet. So maybe I'll just, at some point before it launches, play through that and like get acquainted with it. Because I was always like a bigger fan of like Jack yeah. and Daxter growing up on the PS2, and instead of Ratchet and Clank, it oh, was like it wasn't uh, like a real rivalry rivalry against those two uh, uh, IPs, but I always lean towards because uh, Jack and Daxter instead of Ratchet and Clank, especially because it came after um, uh, Crash Bandicoot um, that series. So yeah, I'm interested. Jack and Daxter kind of became. A Ratchet and Clank type yeah. in the sequel, yeah. you know, like with with all the different because he didn't have guns and stuff in the first they one. Didn't? No, the first one's like an action adventure, Wait, like Jack and Dexter, like a. Yo, yes, I think you meant Ratchet yeah. and Clank. No. Uh, oh yeah. no, no, that one had big. Jack guns. and Dexter was a lot of fun. Oh man, so much memories. I mean, you know what? You know what other game I think that just crossed my mind that I hope we see something from in the future. Sly, Sly, Sly Cooper. Cooper. Who who made that game? Was it Somniac as well? <laughs> you guys, 
I'm waiting for the day we see the Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank, Sucker Jack Punch. and Daxter crossover. It was Sucker Punch Sucker is Punch. currently working on that Ghost of Tsushima, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they got their hands full. Maybe yeah. they're going the, tr- the same trend of how Naughty <laughs> Dog was originally working on Crash Bandicoot games, and then they went slowly towards Uncharted and The Last of Us, you know. So they get away from that cartoon stuff. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll. I don't think we've seen the end of yeah, like yeah. those characters. Yeah. Dang guys. Next up we have Project Athea, which is the Square Enix game. Square. Uh, Lu, sorry, excuse me. Luminous Productions games. That's um, um, that is published by Square Enix, and it looks great. I don't know anything about it, but it looks real, real, real cool. Yeah, I dig it. Looks cool. Uh, Square Enix is yeah. Is it the same team of Final Fantasy? Or is it just Square Enix their own internal team, another internal team. I mean, it's it's uh, Luminous Productions. So it's like it's not Square Enix is like my main team. It's like I don't really know this okay. company. It looks like a subsidiary of Square Enix. So yeah. I think the only thing uh, Tom was saying that the only thing that they have done so far was a Lara Croft. Oh, game. It was Laura those are really Go. good. That and Hitman Go as well. Those are really good games. So that's what this comes. Yeah, that's what Luminous has okay. done in the past. So this is their first, I think, big jump to a major right. title on a console. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. looks good though. It looks. I like the whole. It, the aesthetic looks really cool. It looks like really interesting gameplay, and I'm I'm interested in more. I'm like, oh yes, tell me more later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for a story trailer. And this one has, uh, there's no release date announced for that one, so stay tuned for that. Uh, then we had from Blue 12 and Annapurna Interactive, we had Stray, which is the the cat with the backpack uh, in a, a cyber Tokyo kind of world where you play as a cat. And I think that one has my interest. I think the world building in that game looks absolutely phenomenal. I think the, the kind of weird nooks and crannies you can get with it as a cat. It will lead to a lot of really great opportunities, a lot of great scenic work. I, I just, I'm real excited about this one. It was interesting because there's a part of the trailer that shows a robot running the store, and if you look around the stall, there's a bunch of different kind of posters and graffiti, and there's a clear graffiti that has like a cat's face and an X through it. So it's like no cats. So it looks like it's almost in a future where robots have taken over and robots are are, are have inhabited this kind of place of humans. Yet there is still organic life as this cat maybe this cat is one of the last organics and so yeah i don't know what i'm to me that is so in like this that's to me is a good game trailer because i'm yeah. i'm excited i'm enthused and i'm intrigued yeah what do you think name uh, we'll see <laughs> i mean uh... <laughs> you know what's funny we talked about aesthetics uh <laughs> on the live stream today and uh, i think i joked around i was like like, oh, man, like, Ratchet and Clank, that's my aesthetic. That's totally my aesthetic. That's, like, <laughs> and I think it's funny because they kind of, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, what we like. called out that's my aesthetic in this, while watching this? I think I said it to, like, you four games You said it, like, three times. Yeah, three or four games. Yeah. 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 This one's not my aesthetic, mm. but I dig it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Next up, we have Returnal from Housemark. Uh, X Dev, and I don't know which one this was. Oh. I don't remember. This one is the lady in space, the almost like the prey kind of. That oh, that's cool. right. That looks spooky. With like the the, the music kind of reminded me of the of the score yeah. from Arrival. Yeah. They kind of wow. Yeah. Uh, Gave me Interstellar vibes as well. Um, I I like space games, uh, sci-fi. 
space game. So I, I'm in, I'm intrigued. I want to see what more of it. Yo, she got up right up to that alien scorpion <laughs> thing. I'm like, what are you doing? And it, of course, yeah. it jumps on her. It jumps. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no. What are you doing? Yeah. Was this the same? I know there was an article. I mentioned it during the stream. Was this the game that they were talking about where the writers from Dead Space were going to introduce a new game? I don't know if it was this game in particular or someone another game. We thought it was this one. I don't think we confirmed yeah. who it was, but we thought it was this one. And then there was another game that came, that um, um, that we also thought it might be connected to, which I think was, was it Pragmata? Yeah, the, the one where yeah. like it definitely had a very dead spacey like suit. This yeah. one's house mark. His visor, his visor looked just right. like Isaac's visor. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we had a no something that completely caught that uh, I just like. Oh, I think Christian nailed it. He's like, if they say Crash and Clank, and they say Little Big Planet, I'm gonna lose my mind. And we had Sackboy, a big adventure, um, which which I'm just so thrilled about. I love <laughs> Little Big Planet and. This just looks like an absolute delight. Yeah, it, absolute delight. About time that they put the, made a platform out this this icon that's been around for probably is it a decade now or close to it since uh, Little Big Planet first launched. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I I feel like almost Sackboy is very much like the Mario of yeah. the PlayStation. Yeah. I he agree. He's very identifiable and is very recognizable and. He was in PlayStation All-Stars, which puts him on a very yeah. high-tiered list. <laughs> Bring back PlayStation All-Stars. PlayStation 5, why didn't you give us PlayStation All-Stars remastered during this presentation? Yeah, seriously, man. Yeah, I played the crap out of that game. Uh, Vita. Was it Vita or PSP? <laughs> I think it was Vita. Was it Vita or PSP for All-Stars? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, they should have they taken yeah. the initiative... For using Sackboy more more in um, its own platform, own platform game in the current generation, if not last generation, even though Little Planet was its own thing. But you know, I think oh, over. Oh no, no, no! Please, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying that uh, PlayStation didn't really have another icon after, say, like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro till, I guess, now with Sackboy. Um, so they they never had that hole that identifiable identifiable hole. Maybe Jack and Daxter was another one, but they never had a that identifiable icon like say Nintendo has or even Microsoft has with uh, Master Chief. And uh, Master I Chief. think this game yeah. will solidify it to where oh that's uh, their mascot. So I agree, and you can make him do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so PlayStation All Stars yeah. was on the Vita. Okay. Cool. For those of you who can't see this because you're listening to this, I was waving my arms, pointing my arms like you can with Sackboy uh, in the menu screens. Anyways, I love that game. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Destruction All Stars, which I think looks rad. It kind of seems like the call to it's like, like it's like Twisted Metal meets like Rocket League yeah. to me. It looked. I think this game looks great. I want to know more about it. Um, no one released it for this. It yeah. looks so good. Like, all the characters have their own themes and look really unique. They definitely seem to be, like, I'm really curious to see if, like, these characters have really in-depth kind of storylines or backgrounds if we get to find that out. Kind of, like, it kind of, in that aspect, I kind of got some Overwatch vibes. Like, oh, is this a really cool cast of characters that's going to have each of their own aesthetics, their own moves? Like, we've definitely seen 
each of the cars has kind of their own super ability. And what to me, what I love so much about this game too is it's not like a game where as soon as you say your car gets blown up, like you're out. Like you can run on the track. It's going to be very dangerous, but you can run around, possibly try and hijack other people's cars, or maybe you have to get to an area to, before your car reloads or something. I I want to know more. This it looks like a bunch of fun though. Yeah, yeah. I've been missing a game like Twisted Metal, Vigilante Eight, uh, and it'd be nice to play something like this. Um, is it? I don't know if it's come out on launch, but whenever it comes out, I'll, I'll try it out for sure. Right. No release date for this yet. Okay. No release date. Cool. Yeah. The next game that we saw was I think it was it's pronounced uh, Kenna, K E N A, Bridge of the Spirits, which is from Ember Lab, um, which looks awesome. Um, it looks like kind of like Breath of the Wildy, you know. Um, it's from the for those of you who don't know, I I found this out on Twitter. Ember Lab is the same company that did that like a few years ago that Majora's Mask trailer that was like real spooky and uh, like yeah. high res. Yep. Do you guys remember yep. that? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the same group. So this is this is their game, and I'm I just think it looks gorgeous. Like I, I, think I don't it looks know really why, pretty. but I got Kubo. If I'm saying the name right, I got vibes from that. Yes. Oh yeah. While yes. watching that, yes. Yeah, I, I I don't know why, but that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think it was definitely kind of yeah. It was the storytelling and the kind of almost like the the mm. mysticism of it. Because it looks like, I think at one point, we see the main protagonist, mm. Kenna, I'm, I'm assuming uh, their name is, is Kenna. And, uh, yeah, just I at one point, they, they take out what seems to be like a negative evil spirit. And then in its place, you see just like a tree, a flowering right. tree standing there. And I'm like, oh, like, this is really cool. Like, uh, the, the villain looks really, really interesting. Got this crazy, like, horn thing, kind of wooden mask going on. The aesthetic looks really nice. It looks like it's a bit of a platformer, too. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. It looks nice. And that's, yeah. like, that's like an yeah. indie title. That we, is, it's gorgeous. It looks like it belongs in a major company. And the, that's where we are absolutely. in gaming right now. Is, it the, is this their first it. game, right? Because uh, I, I, think, I believe they were founded in 2009. Um, but I don't know if this is their this is their first uh, big title, but I'm happy for them. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm stoked, dude. I like I I this is such a diverse mm-hmm. like presentation. You know, I think I'm not sure if I I'm I've talked about the PlayStation all day today, so I'm forgive me if I already said this on this podcast. Um, but I honestly think that like you know th- there's just so much that was missing for me on the PlayStation right. 4 with the different genres if, and I feel like this has literally everything like they're 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 going back to like this kind of like uh, you know more family friendly stuff with their heavy stuff uh, and I think it's a nice nice balance that they've given us for their launch for for you know right. their launch presentation so yeah this is their first major game good that's incredible. I can't wait to play it. And Matt, I know you were talking on the stream earlier about how you wanted the figure of that little guy. Uh, <gasps> he is he is for sale now. <laughs> what? His name what? his name I'm going to put a link here. His so that's it's, it's it's technically so the little creatures are called rot. Um and so I'm guessing that it has to tie in maybe with like is the forest rotting? Is that the name of the antagonist? Do you have to like fight against this kind of negative, destructive rot power? 
but because of your goodness, you can purify it. So yeah, you can get him. He's very cute, and he's twenty dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Does he kind of look like like a mini me? <laughs> he's got like my hair. Let me see. He's kind of got my hair. Oh my gosh! This is what? This, this is a sign Am I that crazy? you should go purchase this. He like his hair looks like my hair. It definitely it looks could like be your yeah, spirit little, animal. <laughs> this is your spirit, spirit animal. Literally. <laughs> oh my god! I have to get this, guys. They have 1997 in stock. <laughs> I will be one of. I will buy this, and I will enjoy the crap out of this. Hey, it's free wow. shipping over orders over fifty dollars. I'll buy one too if we want to get on that free shipping. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's do it. You want it? <laughs> We can talk about it after the podcast. Oh, oh good point, good point, good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. Moving on. Um, I'm stoked for that. You just made my day. Oh, my God. Uh, also, Naeem uh, uh, messaged us in our Zoom call saying that if y'all want The Last of Us 2 Collector's Edition, yeah, it's available. All, all tiers are available right now. I on saw Amazon. that. I know the one I got is available right now on Amazon. The, the bigger one with the book bag and the vinyl is available at GameStop right now. So... Yeah, the vinyl? that one's $230. I need to give me a steel book. Yeah, that one. Is the steel book yeah, that one's available the $70 too, one? Right now. Yeah. I just want the steel book. Yeah. It's available. Yeah. Gosh, that PS4 is so nice too. It's a really yeah. pretty PS4 Pro. Ugh. Ugh. PS4, if PS5 if you only were not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Next game we, we, we were showed on the pr- presentation, guys, was Goodbye Volcano High from Co-op, game, co-op Mode, excuse me, which is a, looks like a, a Night in the Woods-esque kind of game, like a... RPG, um, or yeah, like story-based story RPG. Driven. Yeah, with with dinosaurs, and it looks like it's probably going to be very sad. I don't remember this one. It's, it was the 2D, it was the kind of the 2D dinosaur high school art style, the anime kind of dinosaur art style. It very yeah. much looks like a coming of age story where you're going to explore the like yeah very much like a night in the woods where you kind of explore the lives of these teenagers and it looks like to be maybe their senior year of high school so metaphorically their world is ending but who knows there's a weird meteor in the logo so is it going to be the meteor that ends the dinosaurs is that what's ultimately coming for what's our the name characters of the It'd be interesting to see like it's called uh, a goodbye volcano high and I think it'd be interesting to see, like, if there's some sort of influence with, like, the people you choose to, you know, interact with and stuff in the game. The game ends with the meteor killing you, but it's, like, how you spend the last days as the meteor hit. I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I get it. I know what you- I'm picking <laughs> up what you're putting down. Thanks, Em. Next up, we had Oddworld Soulstorm, which is the new Oddworld game from Oddworld Inhabitants. I never played an Oddworld game, but I think this one looks yeah. real crazy. Yeah, I, I've never... I, real good. Like a yeah, dark I've platformer. I've never played any Oddworld games either. Um, I have the one that came out on Xbox originally. I have that on my PS4, I think, as a, when they remastered it. Um, but yeah, I never got a chance to play it. Uh, but I was always interested. I know it was like a more of a teen side-scroller. I don't know if it was a platformer in the, back in the day. But like I said, I just, I just never got into it. Yeah. But this one looks interesting. So I know Taneo was ha- uh, uh, super excited about this one. This one looks super metal. Like just with like the 
the imagery and the style in like this kind of Mad Max mm-hmm. situation. And yeah, I know that the characters always kind of had like these these bandages or these stitches covering his mouth and to see those being cut off like oh. <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah, that was trippy. That was real yeah. trippy. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Ghostwire Tokyo. We saw this from Tango Gameworks. We saw this game at last E3, um, and we got to see some gameplay in this one. And I think, uh, for me, I know I mentioned this before, but uh, I, I think it looks great, but it's not what I expected. I think the last trailer had me convinced that it was going to be a little more spooky. I didn't think of it as spooky. It's more of an action game. Um, I mean, there's spooky elements, but I kind of wanted it to lean more into like a Silent Hill, Resident Evil, like kind of... dread level you know Mm -hmm. um but i think the action in it looks really great well it's from the same it's kind of from the same group that did the evil within it's from the same directors that did i think uh one of the same directors did from the evil within is one of the leads on ghostwire tokyo uh looks interesting yeah i don't know if i'll get it we'll see I, I'm digging it. I think it looks really spooky. To me, there's nothing scarier than not seeing something that's simple and like a masked face. These 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 kind of ghosts, I think, are going to be very like Japanese lore mm-hmm. and culture based. So I think that's why they're going to have a specific look and a specific yeah. style. In addition, the gameplay ha- looks like it has almost kind of like as you are like a Shinigami or a spirit kind of wheel or a spirit kind of. Mm-hmm. Defeat detective, detective, de- uh, detective. Yeah, right. that's a better yeah. race. Uh, <laughs> it it definitely has like almost like these neon aesthetics. It's got like a really cool art style. I think for me, I also, I th- I do I I do understand what you mean. Like it looks like the 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 teaser trailer from Bethesda's conference last year promised almost more of a more narrative looking game. I yeah. think once we understand more of the narrative, because this one was clearly a gameplay trailer. I think once we have the next trailer, that really emphasize and highlights the story mixed with the gameplay i think a lot more people are going to be like oh yes this game yeah i totally agree and you know i i for me the the blank face like i i could see how that could be spooky but for me it's more of like i'd rather not see the front profile yeah. at all um than just to see a blank thing because to me it, it kind of took me out of it personally than just like never being shown the face yeah but, I'm if you know, but my the, the things that spook me are real real messed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, that game looks great. Next we have Jet the Far Shore from Super Brothers and Pine Scented, um, which looks like a like a journey journey esque like a spacecraft exploration game. I you know this one's supposed to come out for holiday 2020. I'm sure we'll see more as we as it gets closer, but um, I don't know. This one it looked good, but I I don't know. I don't know. Man. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, I don't have right too much to say about it. If you're, yeah. I think it's one of those things where like this is if this is a game that tickles your fancy, uh, and you're into side-scrolling kind of yeah like piloting space fun games. Uh, I mean yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, man. I think I think Naeem, you hit the nail on the head earlier. They showed such a diversity of games that no matter what kind of gamer you are, you saw something in this presentation that spoke to you. So whereas this kind of game, maybe maybe it's not the top of our list, but this game is probably right. at the top of other people's list, which is really really cool. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. What was the name of this game? Yeah. Then Sorry. we had Godfall. This one's called that game was called Jet the Far Shore. 
J E T T, Jets. Oh, uh, that's eh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. I was thinking of another game that they showed, but you go on. Uh, next up, we have Godfall, which we saw that um, we saw this one. Yeah, at the before, award show. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, at the award show, and it looks fun. You know, I think it, it's it definitely has an audience for that as well. Um, I don't think, I don't think like we're mm-hmm. that audience. You know, like I don't know, I don't know. If you like old school God of War, I think this is kind of like the hack and slash. That's what big it seems like. Baddie, kind of kind of game for you. Yeah. Uh, then we had Solar Ash from Heart M- Machine and Aperna Interactive. Um, Solar Ash was the one that was, uh, what was, what was this one? I, got, I don't quite remember. It was the one that was from the same creators from, um, which game was that? Which game was that? Hyperlight Drifter. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Which I thought looks, I think the aesthetic in this one looks really rad. This one um, looks I like, great. Yeah, this is the gravity-defying one too, right? Where it's kind of yeah. like playing yeah. with the physics. We got to see this. Yeah, we got to see this character start to like almost skate down and then go up a wall and then onto the ceiling and manipulate the environment, which right. looks really, really cool. Yeah. Just yeah. like the design, the art style, and just the kind of um, the design of it reminded me a lot of another game for the PS4 that was kind of a smaller studio game called Bound, which is a really, really cool narrative game. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm all about bright colors and cool environmental interactions. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in for that, dude. I know this next one, Naeem was really. I know Naeem stuck for this one. Yeah. It's like Hitman Three, Hitman Three, <laughs> which is slated for January of 2021. Yeah, um, I still have to get through the Not- second one, but I'm always excited for a new Hitman game. Always. Do you know I- anything ab- about this? Like, do you know this? Like, were you able to pull anything? Uh, like story wise, no, I didn't. I, I didn't want to play too it. much of into it because it could be a spoiler from Hitman Two, which I haven't finished yet. But uh, I'm looking. Gotcha. Now it makes me more amped to finish Hitman Two. So, yeah, yeah. I need to play Hitman Two. I did a demo of it at E3, and um, it. I did the I did the car racing level. So I did the level where you're at the big car, uh, the car expo. And I had so much fun. I think I dressed up in the mm-hmm. flamingo costume. And I just love the... I'm a huge stealth lover. And I love the creativity of those Hitman games, especially the recent yeah. Hitman And they're games. a smaller studio now because yeah. uh, they're not with Square Enix anymore. They're just by themselves now, from what I remember. They're produced by yeah. Warner Brothers, though, right? Because I think I played it under the Warner... Yeah, I was at the Warner Brothers uh, area right. where I played the demo. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to see more of it. I saw uh, a tweet that Warner Brothers Games is going to have their own stream... I think mm-hmm. it said July, but so I'm sure we'll see like a bunch yeah. of really cool stuff then, especially more yeah. details on Hitman. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. Next up we had, yeah man. Uh, then we had Astro's Playroom, which is uh, a sequel from I, I believe from an, another mm-hmm. Astro's Playroom. Um, it looks like a fun platforming, you know, kind of chaotic game. I never played the last one, but I know Christian mm-hmm. and Tom were really stoked for this one. Uh, uh, uh. I see more, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, then we had this one. This this game um, is actually something that kind of mm. caught me off guard, and it might be one that I personally am anticipating like the most. Not the most, but it's it's, it's definitely shot up to the top of my list. Is Little Devil Inside, 
which is it, it had it was the one that had uh yes it was, like, there was this one i was man, waiting for um uh, and then there was yeah and then like it showed like an, an adventure like fighting like yeah. werewolves and stuff like that um this game looks it reminds awesome. me of that uh there was a game awesome. that came out i believe last year the year before uh it's like uh, little nightmares i believe it reminds me of that that aesthetic and yes. i really like yeah. the aesthetic they were showing in that game so it makes me more pumped for this one in particular. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Um, um, was it you who mentioned that you you think that it's uh, it's like the the old man's a writer and the. That was the, the idea that I think Tom mm-hmm. pitched. It's like, is this gotcha. is this adventurer? I think with this game, it's either the adventurer is this is the younger version of the older man. And we're re-experiencing his... I think it's three things. It's either the adventurer is the younger version of the older man. The older man has hired this adventurer to go find mm-hmm. these beings mm-hmm. and kill them. Or it's a secret life of Walter Mitty situation where we see this old man imagining himself as a young adventurer on these kind of big mythical quests fighting these right. different kind of creatures. Yeah. I'm into yeah. all of those. I'm definitely into it. Descents. <laughs> the trailer was also really good too. It was really well cut. It was a very, very well hmm. done trailer. I'm telling you guys, I want, I'm going to play this game <laughs> under a blanket, sipping tea while it's, it's cloudy outside with the leaves changing, and it's going to be yeah, real cozy. Maybe a little bit of rain, a little bit of rain too. Oh, it's rain. Me too, man. Me too. Next up, we had NBA 2K21, which is slated for fall 2020. So I'm sure that's going to come out. I mean, it's definitely come out on the PS4. Um, probably with, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to do, if you buy it for PS4, you get it for right. PS5. I don't think they said that. But, I don't think so. I haven't heard it, anything I mean, either yeah. for that. I know for Xbox, they're doing something similar yeah. with some titles, but I don't know exact for uh, PlayStation right. 5. Yeah. Uh, then we had Buck Snacks from Young Horses. Buck Snacks, which is this weird, weird-looking game where you 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 become what you eat, which is which is literally taking that phrase and turning it into a game. Um, Emily, you thought it was like like farm management or something, right? Where you have to watch out because mm-hmm. you eat something, then something might right. want to eat you or. I well, I think it definitely. We saw in the trailer that like there's all these live animals. So these this anthropomorphic living food and when one of these kind of muppet looking creatures eats the food their body starts to change into the food so like literally you are what you eat so yeah. i think it's curious to see like does are certain foods because we saw the strawberry kind of being chased by the hamburger are certain foods more carnivorous to other foods uh so are foods gonna come <laughs> after you when you look like food or does eating different foods give you different kind of abilities? Like, if you have a strawberry arm, you can do certain things with it. Or if you have, like, your your curly fry hamburger arm, do you get to, like, can you stretch it and can you pull yourself right. to a new location or whatnot? Oh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Then we had uh, Demon Souls oh Remake, oh which boy. we talked about earlier, which I'm very oh <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. It looks have, rad. Have you ever played a hell, Dark man. Souls game or... Uh, <laughs> I have tried. <laughs> oh man. Uh if yeah. you haven't, I think this is a perfect time to jump into it. If you like dungeon crawlers or something that's like challenging. Um the game that came out on a couple of consoles that you played on a Switch, I believe uh it was really hard. Uh side scroller. Um had like a what was it called? Uh, uh Super Meat Celeste? Celeste. That was like a dark uh esque 
type side scroller hard game? Was no, not not Celeste. It was something else that you played. No. Uh, yes, it was, it was a Switch, a Switch game, game that also was on other uh, consoles, but it was something we were talking about back when we were playing. No, it was something that we were playing back when you were at Hyper, and I think you just recently beat it, maybe a couple of months ago. That was really hard. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it was like this guy with a white head, and uh, yes. Oh, Hollow dude, Knight. Hollow Knight. So if you like games like that, then you yeah. probably like Demon Souls. Granted, it's not like a side-scroller, but oh, yeah. And it's not as I'm stoked, dude. I mean, yeah, Hollow Knight. It's like not as fast paced as yeah. Hollow Knight, but it's it's hard, hard. So, I'm I'm yeah. stoked. And it's not like a re, it's not a remaster from what I, I thought. I thought it was originally supposed to be a remaster, but they're just remaking the whole game, which is even more exciting. So, it yeah. looks amazing. Yes. Yeah, it really does, man. Speaking of amazing, we talked about this earlier. Deathloop was also confirmed, um, which is Arcane Lion Bethesda's mm-hmm. new game. Yes! Uh, very excited about that. I think that game, the aesthetic, the gameplay, you said, Emma said yeah. she said it's co-op uh, or multiplayer. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like, Chef's kiss. Keep an eye out on Arcane. They're a great company. I remembered who I got to meet, so I actually met uh, uh, Dinga Bakaba. He is one of the leads at Arcane. And he is so nice and just, man, just all their different games have different protagonists. They explore these different stories, these mm-hmm. different themes. And this game just looks, so, the aesthetic looks so good. The soundtrack, the storytelling. This is going to be a wild game that can be played either multiplayer or by yourself. I'm curious yeah, to know, see if it's going to be local multiplayer or probably most likely online. It's going to be like, you don't know who this player is and they're going yeah. to try and kill you. So it's going to be very like 1v1 kind of battle royale style. Mm. So. Mm. I can't, can't wait. wait. Yeah. Then, dude, this next reveal was for Resident Evil Village, which looks awesome. It looks real spooky, real, real spooky. And they, you know, I love how they kind of trolled us by say, uh, after showing the gameplay uh, or the trailer. It said Village, uh, and then Resident it faded Evil. into the the eight. Yeah. It, and yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> And then uh, I love, like, they have no idea yeah. what Chris looks he like. He looks man. older. That guy looks <laughs> he lost his muscle from what I'm looking yeah. at. <laughs> Off yeah. them roids, baby. <laughs> oh. I mean, that, that's, that, that, the Resident Evil games have gotten, like, yeah. spookier and spookier. So, like, if it's anything like Seven, it's gonna, I mean, it looked really freaky, like, with some sort of coven of, of like, witches this or something. This is like. like Resident Evil 8 Village is serving some real Castlevania vibes. You got a spooky big castle. You got an old groundskeeper. You've got some people who are probably like, is it going to be set in Europe? Maybe set in Europe. Yeah. We were in like Louisiana and kind of like uh, the South mm. in 7. Which yeah. was so spooky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember playing that game. Uh, and yeah, this one looks... E- I'm really excited about the narrative of this one. And, and what... What is the is the what is the umbrella uh not the umbrella academy what is the umbrella corp doing in Europe? Causing trouble. Question. What's their <laughs> I know the causing trouble. So well, it's Chris for the job. Four, Chris I think, is back. I think four Chris. took place in Europe, from what I remember. So it, it definitely. It was. I thought it was it wasn't four in in like Spain. No, that was five. Was uh, like five was Africa. Never mind. Um, I don't. I don't remember exactly where four took place, but it was definitely not not like in a city like it usually is in the first original three. But this gave me just in general like vibes from four because of how it looked, um, yeah, I as think so well too. as combination of seven. Yeah. 
but it is, it's interesting how Chris looks as opposed to how he looks like at the end of say uh, Resident Evil Seven. I believe that was like a, a, a Easter egg that at the end of Seven you see uh, Chris. Um, spoilers, sorry, I, I'm so in his own. I forgot to say spoilers, but uh, I believe Chris was at the end of Seven. I could be wrong about that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think you're yeah, right. He looks different. Yeah, like he just. Either he's off the job, and he's just not working out anymore, or you know, whatever. <laughs> he's done yeah. with this BS. He is yeah. so tired. <laughs> you know, I, my favorite villain thing, and I, every time I do it to Chris Bramante all the time, and I don't think he gets the reference, but I'll literally look at him and I'll go, Chris! <laughs> yeah. Like Wesker does, you know, at the, at the end of, like, uh, was it yeah. five, right? I think it's five, yeah. <laughs> Chris! And the volcano, you shoot the, the rock. <laughs> Anyways, that game looks great. I can't wait to see if he yeah, play he's it. He's gonna freak out. out for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now to our final two games, y'all. We 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 talked about this one briefly, but this the this one's uh, scheduled for 2022, and it's also from Capcom, and it's Pragmata, uh, which is the 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 kind of the the ones that we think is is like the Death Space equivalent because the visor. And everything looked like straight it out looked, of Death Space. Yeah, the visor looked straight out of Dead Space, but the whole like escorting child felt very dead, very Death Stranding. Yeah, this one looked cool, yeah. man. This one, I, I'm into it. I like this kind of stuff. I I want to see gameplay, but like I loved the physics and like I just like the world shattering. And then it was like the the atmosphere, the the ceiling was like kind of Truman Showy, where it like broke, you know, like a screen. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. Looks cool. But I just got to see more to, like, be sold. So. Yeah. 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 And then the the final one, the we're going we're gonna to go. But first, one final thing uh, was <laughs> the reveal of Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. Woo! I knew this. I had a feeling that they were going to do yeah. this. I haven't heard. We haven't heard any. Oh my god. We haven't heard anything from uh, Guerrilla Games in a while since the first Horizon, and since the president of or CEO of that company went to become Sony's president now, uh, PlayStation president. I mean, took over the ranks from uh, what's his name? I forget his name. But uh, yeah, I figured that they were going to release something. So. So about. An hour before this conference started, comicbook.com mm. leaked that a Horizon Zero Dawn 2 was expected to be showcased in the in the uh, in the PlayStation uh, right. live stream. And I was like, gosh darn it, comicbook.com, I know you gotta get li- you gotta know you gotta get hits and clicks, but yeah. stop! <laughs> Don't yeah. tell me this. Let me be surprised. I I'm I am really excited yeah. about the story of this one. Yeah, I need. I, you know, I, I, I haven't played the first oh, one. You need to play it. It's, oh, it's a phenomenal it. game. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's like one of the, one of the, the best world, PS4 games that ever came out. So. The world awesome. is the world building is so cool. The combat is really awesome. There's the dinosaurs. Line, yeah, it's like robots have basically taken on like animals there's like giraffe robots that look like their heads are the uss enterprise and there's like big scary eagles there's like really cool you can ride these rams or these bison uh it's so neat and there's a bunch of different characters and all these different cultures and different areas of what used to be the united states after this this, after this kind of dystopian world 
emerges. And so, yeah, that one kind of takes place in the central United States, so New Mexico, Colorado, that yeah. whole area. And so it's so cool that they're going west. And so we saw in the trailer, you see the Golden Gate Bridge. So they're like, oh, yes, we're in San Francisco. And it looks like, so um, not to give anything away, but a big part of the first game, Matt, this is not too spoilery, is that these robots are terrorizing people. People think you just got to kill them. But Aloy, or Alloy, is very much like, oh, hey, it's just their programming. You can manipulate them into doing good. You can manipulate them to be your friends. Oh, rad. So you can reprogram them. So it looks like from this trailer, other uh, these other groups of people have caught on, and now they have manipulated like these huge, almost woolly mammoth-like creatures. They almost look like the elephant, or yeah, the elephants from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. The, they have manipulated them into serving them into being mm. machine battle machines, as as organic life is returning for the first time. So I think I'm really excited to see what this kind of cataclysm of stories happens and and whatnot. Heck yeah, man. I'm stoked. And then, you know, that that was the end of the gaming, but then we finally got to see the reveal of the tower. The beautiful yeah. white boy. The white you know, boy. My Wi-Fi I, router boy. <laughs> yeah, man. They showed that along with some accessories, including like a, a TV remote um, and a headset. Um, I can. And, and I can. Charging dock for the controllers. And yeah, the fact that this that this that the there will be two options for the PS5, two physical options for the PS5, uh, the digital version, which will not have a disc drive, and the disc drive version. Yeah, uh, I think we talked about this earlier too, but I uh, I want to know what you guys are gonna get. Which version do you guys think you'll be picking up? Because for me, I definitely I need that disc drive because I have a bunch of 4Ks and I don't have a 4K player, and I I I, I need it for my physical media. Uh, probably gonna get the physical one, just to have it. <laughs> just in case uh run if yeah. i if internet's yeah. out then i'll have to worry about downloading uh, dude yeah. that's a good point but, i mean you, I, i'm just gonna get the physical just in case um i'm hoping well, i'm gonna I get think the digital looks clean you know yeah Which i'm also going at? to get i'm also gonna get the physical one just because like Adam and I are very similar in the fact that he is a big physical media for movies, and I'm a big physical media for games. I love having... I have, like, a whole little Ikea box filled with games, and I love going through my games and seeing all the different wrong cases I have games in. Why is Bioshock in Dragon Age? Where is Dragon Age? Why is Dragon Age hanging out in God of War? But where did God of War go? Did I lend God of War? What happened here? It's messy, but I love it. (laughs) Yeah, man. I love my physical media. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm just curious to see what the different customizations will be. I saw... I saw... Was it Base... What's his name? Base Hunter? Right? I think he... he On Twitter, he created a mock-up already of, like, what we a, a different mm. model could look like. And he showed, like, the original... At least, like, the, the same tower, but as, like, the colors of black and blue. Like, the original, like, PlayStation 4. You know? And then they showed one that's, like, a Spider-Man one. That looks really sick. I'm like, oh, I get that one. That's also Man, black with the if, symbol on the side. If they release, like, if they're like, hey, here's a regular PS4 or PS5, but he also, here's a Miles Morales PS5, I think everyone will be like, ah, oh, yes. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. Although that would be nice. That I think they're going to push, because mm-hmm. this, this is their launch. This is their launch. So they're going to push yeah. the main console, the original console first for their sales and then 
maybe down the line when they do Spider-Man 3, they'll do that. Because when Spider-Man came out, it was late in the generation, and they could push another console. Yeah. But with this being the launch, I, I, I don't think it would be necessary for them to do that because people will buy this game regardless and the console. So I don't think they'll have to do the extra work to do that. But it would be nice. Maybe it'll do, like, somebody will make a customized version and it'll settle on Etsy or something like that. So. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Guys, that was it. That was a big day. That was our our Sony PlayStation 5 reveal event. We, we've we've talked about it mm. several times today. Uh, for, you know, like we said, we all three of us have streamed it. We've literally been talking about it all day long, and it's and I still yeah. am on a high from it. I think overall, I I am floored by their presentation. I thought they came out swinging hard. Um, I, and they really upped the ante. I I'm really impressed, and this this was the nail in the coffin for me. I, I'm like I thought for sure they would they would announce a, like a date and a price today. Didn't happen, but I was ready yeah. to buy one today. I was I'm ready. I'm ready to put money down. Yeah. So. Amen. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that is it for us for here at Hit Points. Um, what were your thoughts? What were your impressions? Let us know um, on our Twitter at at Hit Points yeah. Pod. Pod. <laughs> it's been a while. At Hit Points Pod, uh, you can also send us an email with any questions you have uh, or any comments at refillerhitpoints at gmail.com. Also, if you get a chance, please, please uh, re- rate, comment, review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us and it actually helps a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, guys, thank you so much. Really quick, let's go around. Where can everyone find it? <laughs> everyone? It's like. You can find me in Burbank, California, and on Twitter at frankly underscore Emily. That's where I post everything right now. Working on some stuff on the side. Hopefully, we'll get that started soon, and you'll find out about it on my Twitters. So follow me there. Follow me on the social medias at 90B Stewart, uh, and you can follow me and hear me on Mass Effect Advent and Podcast. You can hear on your uh, any listening platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, and yeah. And also here, obviously, unless you were deaf this whole time, yeah. you couldn't hear me. But you know, yeah, yeah, man, guys, and you can find me at the Matt Acevedo, and you can also find me and Emily on the UFC podcast, Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast with Christian Humes, uh, as well as uh, all three of us on Mass Effect Adventum. And thank you all so much. Sweet, sweet PlayStation Five dreams tonight, and we'll see you all next week when we refill our hit points.